Hi, it's Paul Teague. Just finished my morning run. It's 7.44 on Thursday the 30th of July. And I'm recording this one in the car because it's pouring with rain outside. You'll probably hear a little bit of it on the windows and on the roof as I'm chatting today. And I think the message of today's short insert, mini episode, is it's seldom as bad as you think it's going to be. <laughs> so I woke up early this morning and thought, oh, I had to go for an early run. It's light. I might as well. And so got up, looked out the window, and it was pouring with rain. And to be honest with you, I think three days in the last seven, maybe ten, it's been absolutely pouring in the morning. And I must admit that I did miss it twice. I had got my quota of runs in. I, I bumped the runs so that I made sure I was doing enough runs during the week. I like to get three or four in if I can, at least. And so I miss those days. And then you're, you're all agitated because you've missed a day. It's the same with your writing. I get very agitated if I don't make my word count or if I don't get a day's writing in because of disruption. I'm very anxious to make it up. And today I saw it was raining and I thought, I really want to do this run today for reasons that you'll find out in Saturday's episode. And so I went out. Uh, I've been driving to the park because they've got this new thing on for park run, which is called not park run. And basically because we can't all park run at the moment, they've set up this portal where you do your own five kilometre run and you submit your own time and then you get to see a, a chart and it records your personal best and things like that. So it's gamifying it. And I'm finding that really useful for motivation, to be honest with you, because I can try and improve my time week on week. And also I'm looking at other people's times as well. So it just feels like you're not quite doing this in the wilderness. So I did get out today and was prepared to be wet. And one of the advantages of driving to the park, they've got a nice little free car park here where all the dog walkers, the runners and the walkers meet in the morning. And the park is pretty well, the circuit that I use is pretty well surrounded by trees. So you're sheltered most of the time. And the first time I ran it in the rain, I was amazed at how, how dry I stayed. By dry, I mean I am wet at the moment, but I'm not drenched, I'm not dripping. I think the, the run that I did where I got the wettest, I'm pretty sure, was Edinburgh at 20 Books. I went for a run before 20 Books started. And I'm pretty sure it was Edinburgh, absolutely drenched. And I... I had to sit on a plastic bag in an Uber, which picked me up in the park, and I had to bring a spare top and change under a tree. It was absolutely soaking. So I've never been as wet as that as I was in Edinburgh. Um, and today I went out, and I'm not that wet. And so really what I wanted to say is that it, it, it's seldom as, as bad as you think it's going to be. It, it always looks worse from the outside than it does on the inside. And I think that applies to a lot of things. It applies to a brand new book. It applies to any technical problems that you may be encountering. As soon as you've got embroiled, as soon as you've got your answer, it's generally not as difficult as, as it looked. Or as soon as somebody comes along and says, oh, you just need to click that and that, and it's sorted. Yet things can seem much worse from the outside. And I know I'm very bad at this. I'm personally very bad at this. I'm terrible at, at overthinking things. And I, you'll know from this podcast, I have a plan for virtually every uh, possible outcome. So I do overthink things, and I'm often in danger of... Spain's a good example. You know, I'm, I'm running six months ahead at the moment and I'm thinking, OK, so what if we were all packed up, ready to go and we were suddenly unable to fly? How would we cope with that? So I'm going through all of those contingency plans at the moment with Spain. And I suspect that when we get there, the solution will probably be fairly straightforward. But Spain's you know, got quite interesting, as, as you would probably expect. We have made a few changes and I'm still not sure that it's going to go ahead. I think the, the big problem that really we can't beat is if flights are restricted or even stopped. You just don't know where you're going to be, do you? Um, so I'm having to think of all the, the different options, but we are pressing ahead with it. 
and we don't have to press go completely. Well, I've, I've even got a contingency for right at the last minute. So, you know, we can, we can just keep edging forward. And that's what I'm doing. I've set up a, a bank in Spain this week, which is what you need to get your paperwork when you're out there. I've been doing some research and managed to find a, a bank that will let me uh, set it up in England. And then I have to go into the real bank physically within the next three months to sign the papers. But I sign them digitally in the meantime. You can't just use normal holiday insurance out there. We've had to get what is effectively um, the Spanish equivalent of Bupa, which is Sanitas. So we've had to get a uh, Sanitas insurance, which effectively means that we have state level health cover uh, and it's COVID cover as well, which you've got to have at the moment. It's not like your normal holiday cover, uh, health cover. This is this is kind of the, the same. You have to have the same level of cover as a Spanish citizen would. And you have to maintain that until you take up, say, permanent residence, residency and start to pay tax. There's all these rules and regs that you have to have. So I'm getting all those things sorted out. And so, you know, there's usually something you can be doing in the meantime to be progressing things. We've got loads of packing done. One of my kids has gone off to see a friend and then he's going on to university. So we're one fewer, one less in the house at the moment. So that room has got packed up and the boxes are going in and I've been in the attics and packing up all my bits and pieces. We've been <laughs> going to the tip. Uh, I've been bu booking some heavy collections because we're just using it regardless of whether we go or not. Um, you know, we've been accruing junk and rubbish and all sorts for ages now. And it's time for a clear out. Even if we stay put, it's time for a clear out. You know, we are we are minimising. So even if we even if we don't make it to Spain, we will turn this into something productive. So, as I say, just a a quick insert today, a quick episode, just to say that whatever it is that you're fretting about, panicking about, working through, and I am reminding myself of this. It's seldom as bad as you think it's going to be. And when you come out the end, you often wonder, well, what was that all about? And as I'm sitting here, not particularly wet in the car, getting ready for my morning cup of tea. It certainly wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when I looked out the window. So I'm really pleased that I engaged and did my run today. Just a reminder then that I will be back with a full length diary on Saturday. I think for people who are fans of the longer diaries, I'm pretty sure it's going to be at least an hour. I've got a big page of notes to update you with all sorts of things on Saturday. So that will be a 10 episode series. That's what I'm committing to next, 10 episodes. And that will take us up to just before uh, we go to Spain or we don't go to Spain, but certainly the date we've got in the diary to go to Spain. So the first of 10 episodes coming up on Saturday, the 1st of August. I will look forward to seeing you then. Bye bye for now. If you're ready to move your self-publishing career out of the doldrums, then you should check out my non-fiction book, The Five Figure Fiction Formula, available in ebook and paperback formats and distributed via Amazon, Apple, Google, Barnes & Noble and Kobo. This book explains how I achieved my first five-figure earnings months and three all-star bonuses. Having self-published more than 23 books across three genres, I've condensed a process which took me four years to master. You can hear every twist and turn in season one of my podcast diaries. If you want to take your author career from zero to five figures without the detours, delays and frustrations, then start reading the five-figure fiction formula today. Just head for books forward slash formula to get started.